Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi everyone, this is Akemi and welcome to the Daily Dharma Podcast. It's been about two weeks since I last uploaded and honestly this podcast has really been on my mind. Um, and this sutra, the one that I'm going to talk about today, is something that I've actually tried to make multiple episodes about, but it took me a while actually, a, a discussion with my father, um, to really understand like what perspective actually makes sense to frame the sutra. Um, and this sutra is the Loka Vipatti Sutra. And this translates to the failings of the world. I don't particularly like that translation because it sounds very negative. Um, but I really wanted to go over this sutra in particular um, in regards to being positive or negative. Because I think... A lot of the times, the translations of Buddhist sutras and Buddhist concepts tend to very much lean towards the negative side. And I don't think this is quite intentional. I think those translations of dukkha into suffering, for example, I don't think that's meant to be necessarily a negative spin. However, if you look at the English language, there are words that have that negative weight to them. Um, whereas you know, dukkha in Pali um, or Sanskrit, one or the other. When you talk about dukkha in in Buddhism, it's not really seen as a negative or positive thing. It's just seen as a fact of life that with everything that we are living with, there's always a cost. There's always a weight. Um, and it's not necessarily a negative thing. It's just a fact of life. So in this sutra particularly, Buddha talks very specifically about eight things that happen to everybody regardless of their karma. So what are these eight worldly conditions? So they are gain. So gaining wealth, fame, anything, um, but just gaining in general is one condition. Loss. So losing. So that's losing wealth losing friends, losing people, losing things, losing that. That's another condition of the world. Status. So being promoted, having a higher amount of influence, having being seen as a good person um, within your community. So you can gain status and then disgrace, which is sometimes even without you doing anything, you're going to be seen as a bad person and you are essentially disgraced. Then the next condition is censure. So this is where people want to cut you down. They want to stop what you're saying. They don't want to listen to you. Um, you're censured from others. And then praise. And this is the opposite of censure, which is where people will praise what you say and will listen to you and will want you to say more um, and accept your truth. And then the sixth one, I yeah, the sixth one is, sorry, the seventh condition is pleasure which is, you know, enjoyment. And then the the eighth is pain, which is the lack of enjoyment or rather just the opposite of joy of enjoyment and pleasure. So this sutra in particular is just so fascinating to me because 
a lot of the sort of talk in Buddhism is around karma. And the basic concept of karma is that whatever you put into the universe, it'll come back to you. So, you know, whatever comes around goes around. Um, but in this sutra, we're actually talking about eight things that are not necessarily tied, that are not at all tied to how you are. It's rather just a condition of the world. And I find that really, really interesting because it actually puts a significant amount of weight off of the person because now every time something bad happens or something good, we don't necessarily have to think, oh, it's just because of my karma. Um, rather, on an, in addition to karma, there's also these eight conditions that are always spinning, coming and going, coming and going, regardless of what we do. Um, and the whole point of this sutra is really to say that these are the conditions of the world, of the universe. So whether you're gaining or losing, whether you are rising in status or you're disgraced, whether you're being censured, you're being praised, whether you're experiencing pleasure or pain, these conditions don't last. They come and they go. And in fact, it, you shouldn't see your life as necessarily good just because you're gaining, just because you're rising in status, just because you're being praised, just because you're experiencing pleasure. And then on the, on the other hand, you shouldn't necessarily see your life as bad if you're losing, if you're being disgraced, if you're being censured, if you're experiencing pain. Rather, when you start to see these as conditions of the world that you are inevitably going to experience because you're a part of this world, you start to stop seeing things in terms of positive and negative. You stop, you stop blaming yourself so much for the good in your life and the bad in your life. And you start understanding that regardless of the good and the bad we do, we're going to experience these things because these are just the conditions of life. And thus, when good things happen, you don't become overly attached and overly kind of overly, you don't identify with the good in your life too, too much. And then when it, when it goes away, when the bad stuff comes, you don't identify with that too much either because you're like, well, bad things happen. This is just a part of life. This is just a part of being in this world. It's a, it's a, it's a worldly condition. And so you stop being so impacted by the circumstances of your life and you start instead driving your life with these inner principles that are going to stay the same regardless of the good and the bad in your life. So coming back to that main question of, is Buddhism particularly negative or positive? I actually think that Buddhism tends to go towards being neutral and being neutral in the sense that no matter what good or bad happens to you, you're going to find a way through it because that's just how life works. And that sounds extremely vague, to be honest, even hearing that coming out of my mouth. But I guess like what Buddhism is really trying to teach us is that good, like shit will happen. Good will happen. Bad will happen. But the point of life is to understand how to get through it no matter what. To have that core understanding and belief in yourself and the universe in just a state of things so that you don't become so in pain when bad things happen and you don't become so attached when good things happen. You're more or less happy and floating regardless. 
Um, I think that is more or less the stance in Buddhism. And I don't really think just my talk does it justice because in all honesty, being neutral and just being able to weather the ups and downs of life and believe in yourself and believe in, in your principles regardless, I think that is true strength because that's when you know that it doesn't matter what happens in your life. It doesn't matter how your circumstances change. You will stay you. You will stay strong. Um, and rather, you will allow yourself to accept the truth of the present moment, whatever happens. I think that is wisdom because then you stop being controlled by your circumstances and you start driving your life and seeing your life based on how you decide to live it rather than how the world decides to be in that particular moment. So in, you know, and just like looking at my personal life, there have been a lot of times where, you know, bad things happen and I'm very much inclined. In fact, it's not just me. I think society and just a general way of looking at things is, well, if you do something, if something bad happens to you, it's your fault. It's You need to take responsibility for it. And I think there is always an important aspect, like an important aspect of light is always kind of reflecting on it and understanding what could I have done better? Um, if this happens again, how could I prevent it? Or how could I have dealt with it better? There's always learning from every good or bad experience in your life. However, I don't think that it's a good thing to blame yourself for the changing conditions in your life. More or less, you have to understand that good and bad, just like the sutra says, good and bad things happen to everybody. That no matter how much you have, you will always eventually lose. No matter how much status you have, you will be disgraced. This is just the condition of the world. And when you wrap your head around that and you start understanding that and sort of applying that in your everyday life, that's when you really start to understand that, hey, I don't need to pay so much attention to all of the shit that's happening around me. Rather, I need to focus on my inner compass and I need to make sure that I'm accepting whatever good and bad that's happening in my life and not letting my reaction to things or rather my feeling about things affect the quality of my life. Um, because I do think that a lot of the suffering we experience in our day-to-day lives comes from our own inner pain of blaming ourselves or being disappointed in ourselves or rather kind of looking at ourselves in a bad light. Um, because whether or not we're aware of it, I think we do shame and blame and embarrass and put ourselves down without even knowing it. And when we have sutras like this that tell us, hey, good and bad happens to all of us, that this is just the way of the world, I think that lifts the burden off of our shoulders. And instead, we can start focusing on, hey, what can, what can I actually control regardless of the situation? What can I actually focus on and gain from regardless of the situation? And that's your composure. That's the stability of your mind. That's the stability of your heart. When you focus on the things that your strength truly comes from, which is your core, which is who you are, and you stop focusing on things that rather will change, like gain and loss, pain and pleasure, 
that's when you start to really gain control in your life. And I do think that's what the sutra is ultimately saying is not to pay too much attention of the change in the circumstances of your life. Rather, accept those circumstances as the eight conditions of the world and more or less don't let them stop you in your spiritual development, in the development of understanding and accepting the truth of who you are every day. Now, this is a really short episode. However, it did take me at least three or four times to get it right. Um, I'm going to put a link to the Loka Vipatti Sutra in my link tree. Um, so you can take a look at it yourself. I do think it's one of the most important sutras, um, just because it actually eases a lot of the burdens that we feel, um, when it comes to living our lives in a world where, you know, we very much perceive people differently based on the conditions in their lives rather than who they are. So again, if you haven't found us on Instagram, please follow us at the daily Dharma and it's a the dot daily dot Dharma, um, on Instagram. Um, also like, please make sure to follow us on all the podcasting, listening, uh, providers. I'm so sorry for the fireworks in the background. It is Labor Day after all. Um, but I really hope to be able to sit down with you again and talk more about Dharma. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you again very, very soon. Bye now.